0: Thank you Brother keys and it is an honor of mine tonight to be here and to be on this platform in this position tonight to preach the word of the Lord it is an honor at any time, but it's a special honor at a conference of this magnitude. Amen. If you have your Bibles tonight, I would like for you to go with us to the book of First Chronicles chapter 22. I do want to say to the sponsoring brethren of this meeting. How much i appreciate their burden and the fact that uh 1987 was the first year that we attended and so this tonight marks the 10th anniversary of our uh, time of fellowship with the brethren here on the west coast and for the first time in that various times that we've been here i do have my entire family with me and i'm very thrilled And happy about that my good wife as well as my son his wife and my grandson and uh, my oldest daughter my youngest daughter and her husband and my granddaughter and uh, so we're having the time of our life and we're here tonight because we feel that the Holy Ghost is uh, certainly talking to us in the last days and I want to be a part of what God is doing I don't want to be on the outside, I want to be on the inside. I read tonight from 1st Chronicles 22, verse number 5, and David said, Solomon my son is young and tender, and the house that is to be built for the Lord must be exceeding magnificent, of fame and of glory throughout all countries. I will therefore now make preparation for it. So David prepared abundantly before his death. Then he called for Solomon his son and charged him to build an house for the Lord God of Israel. Moving down to verse number 11, he said, Now my son, the Lord be with thee, and prosper thou, and build the house of the Lord thy God as he hath said of thee. Only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding, and give thee charge concerning Israel, that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. Then shalt thou prosper, if thou take heed to fulfill the statutes and judgments which the Lord charged Moses with concerning Israel. Be strong and of good courage. Dread not, nor be dismayed. Now behold, in my trouble, I have prepared for the house of the Lord an hundred thousand talents of gold, and a thousand talents of silver, and of brass and iron without weight, for it is in abundance. Timber also and stone have I prepared, and thou mayest add thereto. Moreover, there are workmen with thee in abundance, hewers and workers of stone and timber and all manner of cunning men for every manner of work. Of the gold, the silver, and the brass, and the iron, there is no number. Arise, therefore, and be doing, and the Lord be with thee. Chapter 29, verse 1 through 3, For the more David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon my son, whom alone God hath chosen, is yet young and tender, and the work is great. For the palace is not for man but for the Lord God now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God the gold for things to be made of gold and the silver for things of silver and the brass for things of brass the iron for things of iron and wood for things of wood onyx stones and stones to be set glistering stones and of divers colors And all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance. Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of mine own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God, over and above all, that I have prepared for the holy house. Several months ago, the Lord burdened me with this message, and I felt to bring it to this pulpit tonight, I received the flyer uh, concerning the conference and was thrilled to see the burden of the sponsoring brethren toward the next generation of apostolic preachers. And with the Lord's help tonight, I want to preach on this thought, build the house with the right materials. Amen. And everybody said amen. Would you give the Lord one more hand praise together. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. It's quite evident in the word of the Lord that David, at a very early age, had developed an intense love for his God. It was this love for jehovah that gave birth to a love for everything that was also associated with god the psalms as well as the historical biblical account of this man's life reveal uh, his love for the word of god the people of god jerusalem the city of god and last but certainly not least the house of god His great love for the Lord and all of the things that are associated with God has been a great fountainhead of preaching material for the apostolic ministry. But tonight it is his love for the house of God that I would like to focus our attention on for the next few minutes. Verse number 5 of 1 Chronicles 22 is without a doubt to me a revelation of the depths and likewise the intensity of this man's feelings about the house of the lord he said these words the house that is to be builded for the lord must be exceeding magnifical he does not use the words should be exceeding magnifical for had he done that it would have sent the message that among many options, this one would be the best one. But to David, the house being exceeding magnificent or magnificent was not just the best thing, but it was the only thing. Hallelujah. In the age of politically correct thinking and the speaking that has so affected us to a point, that now we are trying to be religiously correct in our thinking and in our preaching. I want to submit tonight to PSR 97 that it is not just the best message among many messages, but this is the only message. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is not just the best church among many churches this is the only church this is not just the best way among many ways this is the only way can i say tonight that it still must be one lord one faith and one baptism one god and the father of all who is above all and through all and in us all hallelujah it must be if we need anything in the hour that we live in it is a must be attitude not a should be not ought to be but a must be this must be the message this must be the truth this must be the doctrine this must be the church this must be the name hallelujah It was to Solomon, which is to us tonight a representative of the next generation, that some instructions were given concerning the building of the house of the God that we serve, that is worthy of all of our attention. In verse 13 he said, Be strong and of good courage, dread not nor be dismayed. I say tonight to the next generation of apostolic preachers, it's not a time for weakness, but a time of strength. It's not a time for cowardice, but a time for courage. It's not a time for dread, but a time of excitement and enthusiasm. It's not a time to be dismayed, but a time of overcoming the prevailing attitudes of your generation and build the house with the right materials. In verse 14, he said, Now behold, in my trouble I have prepared for the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. I say tonight that what we are a part of has not come to us without pain and suffering we have elders tonight sitting on this platform scattered throughout this audience saints of god and preachers that have fought the good fight of faith that have battled the very hell, spirits and the demonic powers that we live in today that to preserve the purity of this message, the purity of this gospel, to hand it to us tonight that we might be able to stand in the hour that we stand in and still preach a message of truth and revelation that will still change a world that is going to hell. Hallelujah. I believe every battle David fought, he was looking for some things to build the house of the Lord with. He didn't wait for a time of peace. And we've got men here tonight. That did not wait for a time of peace to preach the truth and to stand for what was right but they stood for it in the midst of the battle whenever every conceivable kind of spirit prevailed in the religious realm they stood for holiness they stood for righteousness they took the stand for the name and the revelation We have what we have tonight because a great price was paid for it. Hallelujah. But he said in my trouble I have prepared. I have prepared for the house of the Lord. King David did not leave the next generation to build it with whatever materials that they desired to build with and not say tonight that we cannot go on hoping That our young preachers will not be liberal in their outlook and materialistic in their service but i believe that we of this present generation have got to be active and given to them such a stockpile of a well-prepared apostolic building material that they will not be able to build anything less than an apostolic one god Tongue talking, holiness living, shouting. Woo! Hallelujah! praise the lord if they're gonna build what they're supposed to build they're gonna need somebody saying this is what's right and this is the material that you better use if you're gonna preach in our pulpits if you're gonna stand in our churches then this is the message that you must preach oh hallelujah In the second verse of 29, 1 Chronicles, he said, Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God the gold for things to be made of gold, the silver for things of silver, the brass for things of brass, and the iron for things of iron, and wood for things of wood, onyx stones and stones to be set, Glistering stones and diverse colors all manner of precious stones and marble stones in abundance I am convinced tonight that each of these materials represent a Doctrinal truth that must be preached in the Apostolic Church If we are going to build the house of God with the right materials Well, hallelujah He said, I have prepared some gold for the house. And gold in scripture has always represented deity, divinity. And it speaks to us about our revelation of the mighty God in Christ. Oh, hallelujah. If you're going to build this house, I said, if you're going to build this house, you better go penning for some gold in these scriptures. And if you want to know where some of it is, just pen back through Deuteronomy 6 and 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. Hear, O Israel. Move over to the prophet Isaiah in 43. When he said, Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me, that I am he, that before thee me there was no God, and neither shall there be after me. Move on on to John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word was made flesh, and dwelt among us. Oh, praise the Lord! Hallelujah! This church needs some gold in it. Hallelujah! No, sir, not on our fingers or our ears or anywhere else in the body but it needs some gold of the revelation well praise the lord you want to fool around with some fool's gold you just go right ahead well hallelujah You want to get caught up in thinking that the other way is just as good. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus said you are a city set on a hill that cannot be hid. And I'm telling you tonight, we don't share this hill with anybody. We don't share with the charismatics. We don't share with the Trinitarians. Oh, hallelujah. There's some gold in this church. You better preach a revelation into it you better preach there's only one god and there is no other god beside him you better stand and declare that there is but one and his name is jesus Woo, hallelujah Praise the Lord. I'm telling you what I believe tonight. That if there ever was a time that we need to preach in our congregations, that there is yet one God and there is none beside Him, Father of creation, Son in redemption, Holy Ghost in salvation, if there ever was an hour that the next generation needs to hear, There's some gold still in this book tonight. hallelujah. You better get a hold of the gold, my friend. You better know that this thing is built on the doctrine of the mighty God in Christ. Praise the Lord. Silver in Scripture has always represented redemption and speaks to us about the message of the plan of salvation in Acts chapter 2 and verse number 38. You can go traipsing through Romans 10 if you want to, and you can go someplace else in the Scripture if you want to and fool around with things that are nothing more than pewter, that are nothing more than things that shine, but they're not the real thing. I tell you tonight, if you're gonna build this house, you better preach, then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift Holy Ghost. Hey, I'm telling you, Acts 2:38 is not the best message among the many acceptable messages. It is the only message. It is the only silver that's in this book. It's the only message of salvation. Well, hallelujah. Woo! Neither is there salvation in any other, in any other, in any other, but there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved he didn't say whereby we should be saved he said whereby we must be saved i'm telling you there's some must-be's in this thing oh hallelujah Jesus looked at some men one time and said, you're of your father the devil. Well, hallelujah. Telling me and you that there are two spiritual fathers in our world. There is God who is a spiritual father, and there is the devil who is a spiritual father. And I'm going to tell you tonight, hallelujah, that if you put me down in water, don't put me down in the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Because when I come out of that water, I don't want there to be a doubt as to who my father is when you put me in the water put me under the name call the name let it be known jesus is my father yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. no other name i said no other name no other name it's the only name Praise the Lord. I said, no other. No other. Come on, it's not just the best thing, it's the only thing. And if we don't get convinced about this around here, then we're going to fool around with some things that are not the true, it's not the real. Praise the Lord hallelujah to the next generation you don't have a choice if you're going to build the apostolic church come on now i said you don't have a choice you don't have a choice on what kind of material you want to use if you're going to build this church it better be with the gold of revelation it better be with the silver of redemption praise the Lord brass he said I want some brass in this house and brass in scripture has always represented judgment and I am convinced tonight that it it encompassed far more than just the wrath of God hallelujah same chapter that said hero is with the Lord our God is one Lord also says now these are the commandments the statutes and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that you might do them in the land whither you go to possess it. Hallelujah. That message there is telling us. Oh, hallelujah. My Lord, I'm, I'm lacking what I'm feeling right now. Amen, amen. That message tonight to us is that there are some things that God has passed his judgment upon. As to whether they are acceptable to him or they are unacceptable i believe tonight that brass represents our message on holiness and separation from the world the standards of lifestyle that we live by now don't you sit down on me now there's some things that God has judged I said there's some things that God has judged he's already told us that it's an abomination in his eyes for a woman to wear that which pertains to a man or a man to wear that which pertains to a woman Well, hallelujah. God judged the hair issue so strong that he put it in our nature. Come on, church. I said he put it in our nature. And said, doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it's a shame unto him. And I believe the same is true with the woman is concerned, that when she cuts her hair, it is a shame. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, holy God, holy God, hallelujah. You better learn how to work with some brass in this thing. Well, glory to God. God has judged some things that are just not right about His church, and He says, "I don't like this." And he, listen, He said a lot of things that He don't like. What we better do is go to this book and find out what the judgments of God are. He still has judged that the lifestyle that they're calling gay today, which is not so gay, but it's a homosexual, perverted. It's not an alternate lifestyle, it is still a perverted lifestyle. He has judged that to be an abomination in his eyes. A feminine attitude where the man is concerned, a masculine attitude where the woman is concerned, is still that that God has judged to be unacceptable to him. I don't have time tonight to go down the list. You know what I'm preaching about. Amen. But there is something that I feel in the Holy Ghost tonight to bring to our attention. I fear that we have instructed our young preachers to only preach certain messages when they are in the pulpit of another man. Oh hallelujah. And my fear is that we have put them in a vulnerable position in so much that they've never learned how to work with brass come on now Is it possible that an evangelist could travel several years and never preach on standards? And never preach on holiness and separation from the world? So that when he assumes the pastorate of a local church, he has not learned how to deal with brass. He has not learned how to preach on standards. It's foreign. It's strange. God help me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell every young preacher here tonight. I want to tell every one of you that represents the next generation. If God wills that you ever preach in the pulpit of Ocala, I commit myself to you tonight. Preach it. Preach it. If God gives you a message on standards, preach it if he gives you one on holiness preach it if he gives you a message on separation from the world preach it well praise the lord praise the lord i'm telling you do it if you feel like busting television right down the middle go for it you feel like you want to scream about video go for it i don't care hallelujah preach the message get your hand on some brass and form you a message on the judgments of god hallelujah get your hand on the judgments of god's word and preach it Preach it. Let me tell you why I feel so strong in what I'm saying here tonight. Not very long ago, a few months back, I was in a conference. A group of young preachers that were catcalling. Well, hallelujah. And they were making a few remarks. And one of the remarks that I heard was this They said, that's psr preaching we don't need that kind of preaching in this conference and I was grieved in my heart oh hallelujah and I thought oh God Have we come to the point in time, have we reached the place that only certain kinds of messages can be preached in certain places, and at certain given times, or is it the divine perfect will of the God that we serve to anoint a man to preach the truth, no matter where it is, no matter what time it is, you hear me? This house must be exceeding magnificent. And if it is, we've got to preach it. Praise the Lord. One of the reasons I was attracted to PSR is because I was told by an elder preacher back, well, he wasn't all that elder, but anyway. Be that as it may. He said, you'll like PSR. You'll like those brethren on the West Coast because they're preaching revival and wholeness and standards and separation. And that's why that I bought a ticket the first year and I came to PSR and I was not disappointed. Oh, praise the Lord. Now, do I believe that the brass is the only thing we're going to know? I've already told you. We better put some gold in this thing. We better put some revelation in this. And we better put some redemption in this. But while we're doing all of that, we better put some brass. We better put some judgments of God in all of this. Oh, hallelujah. Iron represents strength in scripture. And Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord Is your strength. Daniel said. That iron. Breaks in pieces. And it subdues all things. And the psalmist talked about. The high praises of God being in our mouth. And a two edged sword in the hand. Of the saints of God. To execute vengeance upon the heathen. And punishments upon the people. And all of these things he spoke about. About that that's within the heart of the people of God that gives them that boldness and that determination. The reason Daniel said the joy of the Lord is your strength is because that they were right at the point of needing to rebuild the walls and they had been so moved by their sin and what caused them to go into Babylon to begin with that all of the conviction was upon them and the Bible said they wept they lifted up their voice and they cried let me tell you friend it's all right to repent and we must repent but nehemiah recognized we'll never get these walls built if we just stand around crying about our past experiences and our failures and our mistakes if you're gonna build this city you better get some joy in you It'll give you strength to hold a weapon in one hand and a tool in the other. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The next material he said was wood. He said, I want you to put wood in this house. And wood in scripture has always represented humanity. And speaks to us about our message on outreach and soul winning and witnessing and revival. Hallelujah. Amen. It's time to reach out to the lost and bring them in. It is a vital part of the construction of this house. We're dead in the water, friend, if we're not praying them through. I said we're dead in the water. We are not building the house. If we're not going out there in the world and cutting some trees down out of the devil's forest and bring them into the house of the Lord and put them in their place in the kingdom. Ah, hallelujah! The thing I like about it is That when they brought the wood in the house, the word of the Lord tells us they overlaid the wood. They covered the wood with gold and with silver. Oh, hallelujah. When we get them in the house, Brother Wilson, we better put a revelation on them. And we better cover them with some silver of redemption. oh praise the lord hey you may come to the house you may come to the house and you may accidentally rub up against some flesh and you might look around and say my god i wish the pastor would do something about that individual hang around a while he's beating some gold out he's fashioning some divinity He's fashioning some Christ-likeness. He's fashioning some silver, some redemption. Hang around, it took him a while to get you covered. It took him a while to get you overlaid. Just keep on coming on back. As a matter of fact, you are saints of God. When you walk into the church, you ought to be saying to your pastor, cover me with some gold tonight, preacher. Cover me with some silver tonight, preacher. Get me overlaid. I'm tired of my flesh showing. I'm tired of my carnality. Get me overlaid with some redemption. Preach it one more time. Tell me about repentance. Tell me about the blood. And the cleansing power of the blood. Oh, praise the Lord. Hey, fellas, preach the gold, preach the silver, preach the brass, preach the iron, but get out there and cut you some wood down. Get you a job to do in the house of the Lord of overlaying the wood with silver and gold. Praise the Lord. I got to hurry. He said, stones, many kind, per, uh, diverse, I started to say perverse, but that's not the one I want to use. <laughs> diverse stones, beautiful stones. Oh, praise the Lord. I believe it talks about our, our spiritual maturity, our message on growing up in the Lord. Now, some of you, brethren, can preach this the way you want, This the way I'm preaching it tonight our spiritual maturity our growth our putting on the fruit of the spirit the operation of spiritual gifts in the church oh hallelujah for in luke 21 and 5 it said some spake of the temple how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts There were things that, that adorned the church it made the church what it was it became a a very beautiful thing i'm telling you friend you can have the gold and you can have the silver and you can have the brass and you can have the iron and you can have the wood but there needs to be something externally that when the world looks at you they see something more than rules and regulations more than than all of the things that we preach they need to see some beauty about your relationship with god that attracts their attention Oh, hallelujah. He said, gold for things to be made of gold. I'm telling you tonight, there's not one of these messages that can be substituted for the other. Every message of truth has its part in the church. In verse number 14, he made this statement to Solomon, the next generation. Thou mayest add thereto. And the message is this. You can add to it, but it better be in keeping with what you've already been given. You can add to it, but whatever you add, it better be just some more of the revelation. It better be some more redemption message. It better look like what you've already gotten. It better look like what has already been handed to you. Do I hear a witness? I close tonight with these statements and I guess maybe a word of warning I have been in construction in the past years gone by in the past I have noticed that there is a temp- tendency or a temptation as the project the construction project nears the end to cut corners by using inferior materials or less than quality craftsmanship just so that we can hasten the project to its completion. Hallelujah. Can I say one more time, the house must be exceeding magnificent. As we near, brethren, we're almost at the end of this thing. It is no time to pitch the gold out the window. It's no time to pitch the silver out the window. It's no time to pitch the brass out the window. It's no time to quit preaching the message of truth. while you're standing king david gave a charge to the next generation to his son solomon he said these words arise and be doing and the lord be with you that is my charge tonight to this next generation of apostolic preachers that i love i thank god my son is on the platform tonight he's preaching he's in full-time ministry working with me in the church in Ocala. My son-in-law is with me here tonight. He and my daughter will be going full-time in the evangelistic work after the first of the year. I'm very thrilled, very happy that my children walk in truth. But the charge tonight that this next generation is arise and be doing. And the Lord be with you. Let's thank the Lord for what we just heard. Let's take time to praise Him.